Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I'm your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok. If it is your first time here, thank you so much for coming. I love you. Take a seat wherever you would like in the classroom. You're so welcome. If it is not your first time here, thank you for coming back. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. So I hope you guys had a good 4th of July. Um, this year, I feel like there was the most people not celebrating I've ever seen, ever, which that's their right there's so many shitty things going on in america but even more than 2020 i feel like when it was quarantine and blm was going on more people were even celebrating then this year i saw so many people even tweeting if you're celebrating fourth of july this year you should be embarrassed so many viral tiktoks about why they're not doing anything they're staying inside so i'm curious if you guys celebrated if you did or if you didn't i don't judge you i'm assuming a lot of you guys just went for the free food and the good time and the fireworks I'm totally there with you. I was actually still a little sick, so I didn't. But so that was kind of crazy. It was such an interesting atmosphere this year. Something else crazy that happened this week is that I saw a TikToker look up their name on Twitter, and I never even thought to do that. And oh my God, I should have never done that in my life. I did not realize how much people tweet about TikTokers they hate. And there were some demonic messages about me. Someone said, this was the worst one. I can't believe the words they called me. They insulted me 15 times in a 60 character tweet. They said, I always hated bitches who used to make fun of white twinks. But where were y'all when Patty Pop Culture intervened like an obese hobgoblin, that drama twisting hippo? I swear to God. The twink was too stunned to speak. She made those 60 characters count, bitch. I mean... <laughs> she made homophobia okay just so she could insult me she said let's forget about pride for a second this white fucking twink i've never been so offended by a tweet in my life honestly good for her though if that was so creative that was such a read i'm i'm dragged for filth i'm over so someone else said that they have beef with me and i rubbed them the wrong way twitter's not a safe space for me or any other tiktokers and they should never do that do you know what else isn't a safe space this podcast because there's so much piping tea we have to expose today it's actually one of the spiciest episodes i think i've ever had we're going to talk about Nicki minaj husband getting sentenced for his sex offender sex offender crimes finally and we're going to talk about the first time Nicki minaj went to jail we're going to talk about addison ray's grown-ass dad cheating on her mom her famous mom with a younger woman then we're going to talk about doja cat calling out a stranger Things star for exposing her and she's not playing around and then we're going to talk about northwest really coming to, into her own this week and showing why she is kanye's daughter but before we get into all that just rate this podcast five star on spotify and apple Podcasts. you're already here you may as well do so leave a little review screenshot yourself listening to it post on your instagram story tag me so all your friends know what amazing podcast you're listening to and i'll hit you up in your dms but without further ado let's get into pop culture university take your seats classes in session all this jury at the grocery store i'm obnoxious brought a home and closing on another i know i'm blessed everybody wanna be gang and no spots left bad bitch contest it wouldn't be a contest I'm connected. I don't know what's longer than my blacklist on my checklist. I don't know what's called them in my heart or my necklace. Pretty when I wake up, I'm a bad bitch at breakfast. Still my 
So y'all, we're just going to get right into it. Addison Ray's dad wants a bad bleep. Like Addison Ray, he wants a bad bitch. He's done with his age-appropriate wife, Sherry Easterling. Sherry Easterling is very big on TikTok too. Sherry and Addison launched Addison's career together. Addison first went super viral with the videos with her mom. So she's a very known woman. Then their whole family kind of became famous. Addison led us into her world. She even had a Snapchat show about her going back home with everyone to Louisiana and showing all her family members and how they lived together. And they were doing their whole keeping up with the Kardashians thing. So they were all kind of famous, including her dad, Monty Lopez. And they were all a happy family on the internet, an example to us all. And then that all came crashing down this week when Monty Lopez was exposed for cheating on Sherry Easterling with younger women. And this is not a fucking joke. So let me play this out for you. Monty Lopez, a 46-year-old man, has been starting to get exposed by many women about college age. It started with one young girl posting a TikTok about him. And there's a video of her and him in a club together. I'm assuming like an L.A. party. And he is walking around being a creepy old man to all these young kids at this party. And then he goes up to her and his hand is on her back. You know, the first panic signal for a young girl when an old man puts his hand on your back his hand is like on her back and then it goes to her butt and then the video cuts to that girl getting out of that situation going up to her friend with the camera who was recording and says addison ray's dad is trying to fuck me holy shit and he literally was she's addison age she's addison's age too she's 19 that is a huge no-no we hate that he was even being a creep at that party and touching those younger girls that should be illegal a new amendment should literally be you cannot date someone younger than your own child. The conservatives in the Supreme Court would never pass that, though. So apparently that situation, you know, didn't really build after that. That 19-year-old was not interested in that 46-year-old man, but there was more than one TikTok about it. There was another account. So another TikTok video that now has 6 million views is going around of him FaceTiming a different 19-year-old girl and trying to get with her. He's saying stuff in the car like, oh, I want to see you, turn on the light, blah, 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 saying those creepy fuckboy phrases. She's not having it. She's kind of just exposing him because apparently in the comments, this is something that people in LA have known for a long time. And if you live in LA, there is this rumor of an inf- a really famous influencer's dad who tries to get with young girls. And it's apparently been Addison Rae's dad this whole time. The comments literally said, quote, everyone in LA knows about this. It's just a matter of time. There's thousands of likes on that. Another said he notoriously does this at LA parties. He's really going to use Addison's fame to get with young girls and go to the parties with her. Is he like, hey, Addie, like, what's the move tonight? Drop the Addie of the party that we're going to, Addie. Disgusting. Poor Addison. That's a man for you, though. An entitled, rich, white, straight man for you. I feel so bad for her. Now, especially that, you know, this whole thing is being exposed. But even before she had to walk around to these LA parties, knowing that everyone there knows this. And she has to put up with it. And this image that her dad has tainted for them. What an awkward situation for her. How is he, she supposed to, like, network at these parties and show her face and make friends with these girls her age? If she has this disgusting leech walking around with her, making it impossible for people to take her seriously. But anyway, that wasn't even the last one, you guys. There was a third one, and this was the one that confirmed the whole fucking thing. The 
biggest story, like a family ruining story. I'm not even kidding. Okay, so this is what happened. A 25-year-old girl, Renee Ash, at least she's a little bit older. You know, you got to give him that. He leveled up to only 21 years younger. A 25-year-old girl, Renee Ash, decided to come forward and share her story along with these two other women. And she posted a TikTok and it was kind of like a slideshow of many photos of her and Addison Ray's dad, and they are kissing, they are touchy-feely, they are getting ready for dates together, making out. She's showing text of them together, of him kind of promising her fame, asking her what brands she likes. He'll get her brand deals, and they can't go public yet because the more they hold back with their relationship before they expose it to the whole world, that they'll get bigger checks when they finally reveal to the world that they're dating because they were literally dating. Addison Ray's dad fully had a whole other girlfriend and a whole other life. So after this news broke, it was a nuclear bomb in the Ray family. They were never going to be able to reconcile after that. And the saddest thing is that Sherry Easterling removed the word wife from her Instagram bio and unfollowed him. Oh my God, Sherry, I am so sorry that this is all happening. What an asshole to publicly embarrass you like that. And it's different when like you're younger or even if you're like Chloe and Tristan, like they're, they're younger, they're, you know, they only have this one kid. But when you're grown ass people and you have 20 year old kids and you've been together for so long and he's going with a younger woman, that is just a different level of embarrassing. And Sherry doesn't deserve that. Then Sherry sent out an ominous tweet that said, I deserve happiness, peace, joy, hope, love, patience, and kindness. And I absolutely agree. But that was her kind of confirming the situation. And then you guys, guess what? Addison Ray unfollowed her dad. I'm speechless. I can't believe she had to unfollow her own dad on Instagram. That's something you do to like your petty little fuckboy ex-boyfriend. But Addison has to treat him like this kid that he's acting like. So no does she had to unfollow him. But how embarrassing for the whole family. And then after the unfollowing happened and everything all the skeletons in the closet were exposed and there was no turning back renee ash his new girlfriend then dropped an even bigger bombshell because she gave a whole tell-all interview to page six and she explained everything from her point of view onto why she let this happen she said so unfortunately he misled me on his marriage he lied to me so apparently she did not know that that was addison ray's dad at first and that he had a whole public life and wife and kids, which we can't put that past her. Not everyone knows, you know, influencers. We're not going to say she's lying. Then she said, he told me that we were going to have babies together and we were going to be together forever. He even introduced me to his mom, his youngest brother, and I thought we had something real. He told me a story of his marriage after I found out about it that convinced me but that convinced me that they were apart and already in the process of getting a divorce. So I thought he was a free man, basically. She said that He said that they were soon going to go public together and he was going to let the world know about their love. And he was trying to secure a contract for them with Snapchat to get their own Snapchat show together because Addison Rae just had one and he has an in with the people at Snapchat. So not only was he playing his family, he was playing this girl too. What a complete narcissist, asshole, freak, life-ruining jerk. And I'm sorry, Renee Ash, but the whole time he probably just wanted a younger woman to be with and get with, if you know what I'm saying. He wanted his cake and to eat it too, you know, have this perfect flawless life on the outside and then be with Renee Ash in his free time and have fun and have it be exciting. And then Renee Ash exposed that 
she broke up with Monty once this whole thing was revealed and she's done with him. She's no longer interested in the Snapchat show or the public life or the fame with him. She wants nothing to do with it because she also thinks that he's gross. And she said, I'm so sorry if anything I've said has hurt his family any more than he already has. I am also sorry that he has hurt me so deeply that I believed that we were in love. I guess she didn't know what she was dealing with, but at least she got out of it quickly. The real victims here are his family. I don't know what's gotten into him. I don't know if it's a midlife crisis. I don't know if fame has changed him. I don't know if he's just been an evil person this whole time, but you know, they've been married for so long. So how could Sherry have seen this coming? But I feel so horrible for them. Edison Ray's new song is going to be so different than Obsessed was. Her her album is going to take a hard turn. Going to be some Betrayal Adele shit up in here. Just like sex offenders need to register themselves, I think gross, insane cheaters should register themselves too in any area that they move to. And like it has to say that on their dating apps from now on. Because how terrible of a human do you have to be to ruin all these people's lives? How selfish do you have to be? So anyway, that's the tea with that whole situation. Sorry if it was a little bit long, but what can we learn from this? Overall, this man is selfish and he was only looking out for himself and his little disgusting man desires that he had. It's a lesson about not being so selfish and making sure that you get everything you want to the point of destroying other people. It's a lesson about empathy, being responsible for the relationships that you've created with people and having respect for everything that you've been through with them. He wanted his cake and to eat it too so much that now his own family unfollowed him. Just let that sink in. How dare one human be so narcissistic and think that he can do whatever he wants. Of course, it's fine to leave someone or want something new. I'm not saying that's bad. But the way he went about it is deplorable, despicable. There's a way to go about things. And there's a way to do it without being a monster and stomping on other people in your trek to get what you want. There's a way to get what you want in life. In any situation that you guys have at all, while still being considerate, to others and doing it in the right way. Nicki Minaj is getting embarrassed by the men in her life yet again. And this narrative of Nicki choosing bad men to associate herself with, in my opinion, has gone too fucking far. So let's talk about it. Nicki Minaj's husband, Kenneth Petty, who is 44, was finally sentenced for a crime that he technically committed in 2020 when him and Nicki moved somewhere in California together and he used to live in New York. And since he is a registered sex offender and has been since he was 16, he is required by law to register as a sex offender anywhere he moves. And he failed to do that in 2020 in a certain amount of time. So he was convicted of the crime of not registering. He was finally sentenced this week and he has three years of probation now to serve and one year of home detention. So he can't leave his house for one year. It looks like Nicki Minaj has a new housewife on her hands. People think she's pregnant, though. That might work out, you know? He could take care of the baby while she's out touring, making music or something. I don't know. Either way, he's stuck at home, 
And he had to pay a $55,000 fine as a part of his sentence. If you guys don't know, Kenneth Petty, who is not so loved in the Barb's fandom, actually, which is crazy because can you imagine the Barb's who will literally kill someone and call people faggots online left and right wouldn't love the man that Nicki Minaj is with? They will do problematic shit just to defend their queen. So the fact that they don't love someone she's married to, he must have done something pretty bad. So this is what happened. When he was 16 years old in 1995, he was convicted of attempted RAPE with a woman who was also 16 at the time. And the way he went about it is they were like standing at the bus stop one day and he put a weapon to her back and made her go into her house and then forced himself upon her. Um, He served about four and a half years in prison for this. And as a condition of his conviction, he must register as a sex offender wherever he goes. And he did not do that. He's a level two sex offender. Apparently there's levels to this shit. I don't even know what was is worse. I don't even want to know what a level five is. Not only is he getting this sentence though, but he was also arrested back in 2020 when he didn't do this in the first place. And Nikki probably had to pay the $100,000 bail for him to get out because he wasn't going to do it. And as we know, Miss Minaj's money is long. Okay. Longer than her wheeze by Kellen. A million dollars for a show they make they off. Uh. But she's been keeping this guy out of jail for a long ass time. Because not only did he go to jail for four years back when he was 16 and, you know, almost go again these past few years, but he was, um, in 2006, convicted of first-degree manslaughter and served almost seven years in prison before being released in May 2013. So ever since he's been with Nikki, that's been his get-out-of-jail-free card. You know, she's going to pay his bail anytime he goes, like she already has. That's kind of fucked up. Is he using her for this? I'm a little suspicious. Is she his jail warden? Is she wearing a shiny ass fucking crown on her head and a nice ass dress while she's taking his ass to freedom? Nicki Minaj has bars for years. Well, this bitch has bars for years. The last name Petty really suits him. And now he's stuck in the house. The fans are fed up with him. But not only that, the fans, I don't know if you guys have seen this. They're fed up with a lot of the men Nicki associates herself with. And I think that's the biggest stain on her career in her whole life. So not only him, but the man who she has two of her highest charting singles with of all time, 6ix9ine, he is also, as we know, a jailbird. He has been pleaded guilty to the use of a child in a sexual performance and has been sued for child sexual assault, child sexual abuse, and infliction of emotional distress because... When he was 18 and a girl was 13, someone took a video of him, another man, and that young girl doing implied sexual acts on each other. It wasn't like a full, like, you know, porno. It wasn't like that. But they were doing inappropriate things together in the video. And anyway, he was convicted for that. And people are mad that Nikki keeps working with him on Fifi and Trolls. Trolls is one of her only number one hits. And her legacy is kind of stained by that. And people are like, why does she keep working with him? However, I kind of think people are hypocrites for getting mad at her for that. Because if you're mad at it, why do you keep listening to it? The music that they make together. Why did you let it go number one? You're kind of the hypocrite in that situation. If you're so righteous and above, don't listen to it. Don't stream it. Why are you getting all of their singles together in the top five? It's ridiculous. Not only those two people, but also her brother um, is unfortunately in jail right now. In 2017, he was found guilty of sexual assault after being charged with um, repeatedly R-A-P-I-N-G-A child, unfortunately, um, 
when he was in his 30s and this child was under 18 and he was sentenced to 25 years to life in prison. Obviously, Nikki can't choose to associate with him, but that just kind of adds to the whole thing that people like to throw in Nikki's face that all these men in her life are horrible and she is guilty by association. So all this comes back on Nikki. Some even say, let's stop supporting her in its entirety. Nicki Minaj has also gone to jail before. I don't know if you guys know this, but this has been kept very on the DL for the longest time. I actually made a TikTok about it last year, but in 2014, the police report was finally exposed showing what she went to jail for. Basically, she went to jail for criminal possession of a deadly weapon with intent to use when she was only 23 I believe this is, was sometime in like the early 2000s, 2000s or the 90s, but someone who she used to be in a rap group with when she was coming up talked about the whole thing and kind of like exposed her. And he said that it was a situation at work where she was in a confrontation with a woman and she busted her head open and, you know, split her head open and then there was blood and everything. And then she had the weapon and she was on the run. She really meant it when she said she'll pull up on an op and watch it blick, blick. If the bitch gets slick, she will cut the bitch. Clearly, she was not lying. She eventually turned herself in to get a reduced punishment because she was on the run from the police and that would just be easier. But I don't know. I just thought that was interesting information. I already shared it on my TikTok, so I thought I could share it on the podcast too. Just some pop culture knowledge for you. But that's kind of besides the point. The main point is that these people that Nikki associates her with keeps bringing her down and staining her image. So what can we learn from this? You are who you surround yourself with. You are the sum of the five most people you spend the most time with and i truly believe that it's not just a cliche saying not saying y'all hang out with predators or anyone that bad but even if you think someone you hang out with is a bad person or not someone you would be proud to you know bring home or even if you just think someone you hang out with is uninspiring or not the best person it does reflect on you unfortunately it could reflect on how you behave but it could reflect on your reputation as well And they could actually bring you down or just make you look bad by association because people then group you with that person. The people in your environment are just as important as your actual environment you're in. So make sure to be the director and chief of who you spend your time with and be very discerning who you let in your close group because they affect every aspect of your life way more than you think. And you decide if they get to be in there or not. Mm. Yo. I just started my sentence like a capital letter. Got bars for years, I hope you send me a letter. No, she'll never be queen, so now she got a vendetta. I ain't talking about David when I say I'm a getter. 20 mil on my off, season of course. 20 million when you ain't put out no album of tours. Yes, bitch, I mean, pretty and icy. Get it, icy, but my name's spelled in icy. Well, Doja Cat is taking a break from performing and music. She is not taking a break from being an internet troll. That is her true passion in life. And this week, she is in an internet fight with a Stranger Things star, 17-year-old Noah Schnapp. Is that his name, right, Schnapp? Who plays Will in Stranger Things. They are in a beef, a tiff online, and it's actually kind of tea. So this is what happened. Apparently, their acquaintances, you know, all famous people, they run in the same circles. So they have DM'd before a few times, but this time... Doja Cat, out of the blue, hit him up. And she said, hey, Noah. This is in the Instagram DMs, by the way. Picture Instagram DMs. Hey, Noah, can you tell Joseph to hit me up? Wait, no, does he have a girlfriend? Joseph is the creator of Stranger Things. That is who she is referring to. He is a creator, producer. He made the whole thing. And, you know, women are tantalized in their mind. If they they are going to be aroused, you have to 
you know, touch them mentally. They're not just like men who are about the physical. They need to be enticed mentally. And apparently his show was so amazing, it got Doja Cat in the stirrups. And she now wants to meet this mastermind behind Stranger Things and get with him. So clearly she's going to go to the one of the actors. And Noah responded to her demand to get Joseph's phone number. And Noah said, LMAO, slide into his DMs. Then Doja said, I don't know his IG or Twitter. He doesn't have a DM to slide into. And then Noah sent her the link to his Instagram and said, right here, ma'am. And that was the end of the conversation. And then Noah posted it on his TikTok, I guess because he thought it was funny, the conversation, or he wanted to get clout or something. And then Doja was not happy about that. She didn't like that her ass was getting exposed for trying to get with the creator of Stranger Things because she went on Instagram Live and she said this. Uh, I'm just going to say something right now about the whole fucking uh, the Noah Schnapp thing. I think that, to be fair, first let's be, let's be, try to be chill about it. To be fair, this is like a, a kid. Like, Noah is, like, I don't know how old he is, but he's not even over, like, there's no way he's over, like, 21. And he might be. Like, I could be wrong. Um, But, like, when you're that young, you make mistakes. You do dumb shit. I'm, like, trying to be super fair. You do dumb shit. You say dumb shit. You fucking fuck up relationships with people. You... You make mistakes like you're supposed to so that you know you're supposed to do stuff like that so that you know not to do it in the future. Like I, I did my share of fuck ups so that I don't fuck up again. Um, but the fact that this person that Noah did that, like went and posted a private conversation between me and him is so unbelievably like socially unaware and whack and like you know what I mean like that's like borderline snake shit like that's like that's like weasel shit and like I'm not saying that encapsulates his entire personality like Noah is not like the definition like I I wouldn't imagine he is maybe he is yeah she said weasel behavior downright snake shit and even though she was being kind of lighthearted, you can sense like the angst in her voice. She was not happy with Noah for this. She felt exposed. Hollywood DMs are supposed to be sacred. They're not supposed to let the peasants know what they're saying to each other. They could potentially get canceled if someone decides to leak their DMs. She thought that was morally wrong of him to do and said it was shockingly socially unaware of him and whack. Damn, that's kind of like a big dig. She was really upset by this. People are not sure whose side to take. Should Noah have leaked it? Should he have not? Is Doja right? Is she not? Someone said in a viral response and now has 70,000 likes. She turned something so harmless and cute into let's cancel Noah. She literally acts like a child, but now wants to get serious as if the DMs were her admitting to a crime instead of just a crush. What the fuck, Doja? People think Doja's the immature one in this situation, but I'm gonna choose a side. I'm gonna pick who I think is right in this feud. And you know who I'm siding with? Doja Cat. I think, first of all, let's go back to these DMs. Noah was being like shady in the DM. I re- I don't know if I read too much into people's text 
like language, how they type their words. But Noah was kind of being standoffish. Even when she just asked to tell Noah to hit her up and if he had a girlfriend, he said LMAO slide into his DMs. Bitch, do you know who you're talking to? How about you help Doja Cat out a little more than just saying LMAO slide into her DMs? That's shady. That's condescending. I don't like that. That's kind of a lackluster response. And then he just sends her a link to his Instagram and says, right here, ma'am, as if she's an idiot and doesn't know how to find someone's Instagram to just slide into her DMs. Like, Noah was being shady from the start, and I stand by that. And it is really socially unaware of him to do that. I completely agree with that statement, because imagine you DMing someone about your crush, and then they you wake up and it's on the internet, and you're a celebrity, and now the whole world is talking about it. I would be a little bit sprung, a little bit gooped and gagged. I'd be kind of annoyed. And I would react the same way. He'd be like, hey, this kid, he's young. He probably just wanted some cute little attention. Young people do stupid shit. But I'm still going to call him out in kind of a joking manner so he does not do that again. And I think that's going to save him in the long run because if he just gets more and more famous, he has DMs with these celebrities. That could hurt him in the long run. And I think DMs are sacred. You don't just throw that shit out there. If you're DMing someone just between you and them, it is for a reason. Just keep it that way or at least ask. And fame adds a whole other aspect to it. So I pick side Doja Cat and Will is gay. So what can we learn from this? Don't go exposing people's messages and disrespecting them like that. If you think the subject matter at all is a little bit sensitive, maybe just ask them first. Because better safe than sorry. People's DMs are personal. They're private. They're exposing something to you. And you would want that respect if you if, if it was the other way around so treat people's messages and their information as you would like yours to be treated and if you don't know just ask better safe than sorry and if you don't want someone exposing something of yours maybe explicitly tell them hey can you just not really put this out there i'm not in the mood for anyone else to know and they should respect that i just want to talk about northwest for the last little portion of this something positive and cute oh northwest is so cute anyway she's really coming into her own these days And Northwest went to Paris Fashion Week this weekend with Kim. And she was looking amazing. Northwest was dressed to the nines. She's getting to that age, I feel like, where we're seeing her personality so much. You can tell the discretion of how much the parents want to show the kids and the Kardashians family is becoming more loose. We're seeing a lot more of everyone. We just saw a lot of Dream this weekend. We've seen more of, like, Mason and Rain and everything. So... This is a really exciting time for Kardashians fans. I feel like we're kind of going to see what kid is going to emerge as like the entertainer or the next Kardashian kind of it girl. But Northwest this weekend was really showing that she's going to be someone to reckon with in the next coming generation of the Kardashians. She was having a field day with the paparazzi this whole weekend. First of all, she went to the She sat front row at the Jean-Paul Gaultier Fall Winter Fashion Show, and she sat right next to Anna Wintour. They were both dressed amazing, North and Anna. North actually maybe ate Anna up. She had like a nose ring that was attached to her ear as well, and her and Kim match, and she had a beret on, and it was like half men's, half women's fashion. It was so slay, slay North. And she held up a sign the whole time to the paparazzi, like across the street or behind the aisle that said, stop. Because she didn't want to be taken photos of by those disgusting peasants. It literally was a white piece of paper with like a kid's handwriting that just said, stop on it. And she was holding it the whole show right in her hand. North is fucking hilarious. Why did Kim even let let her do that? I'm going to write stop. I'm going to have my own stop sign whenever I go out in public and people keep looking at me. 
I'm just going to hold the sign that says, stop. Not only that, though, then on the way out, because she was so pissed that the paparazzi wouldn't leave them the fuck alone, she even asked them, why do you guys keep waiting for us? Like, why do you fucking care? Not North calling out the whole celebrity culture as a whole. She was like, why do you even care what we're doing? And Kim was like, just go with it. We love this, BB. This is mommy's job. But anyway, at one point when they got out of their car, they kept taking photos of North and North literally outright called the paparazzi homeless. She was like, you guys are homeless when they kept taking photos of her as like a read or a dig. Here's a video. (laughs) (laughs) Northwest is out here calling the paparazzi homeless. Meanwhile, she doesn't know the paparazzi are making tens of thousands of dollars off of her as we speak. North is fucking hilarious. She is the reincarnation of Kanye. She said, bitch, you're homeless in my house is $60 million. 30 designer bags at age nine. She has 30 pairs of J's that ain't even been released, bitch. There's nothing worse than an honest opinion from a child. I think we can all relate to that. I don't know what a child has maybe called you before without you even asking. They probably like went up to you and called you like fat or ugly or something because they're just the meanest bitches. My little cousin just comes up to me and calls me gay and then just won't speak to me for like hours that's just his vibe that's just what he wants to tell he wants to let me know in case i did not already know and that's just his way of being honest with me and i you know i guess i appreciate it for him i guess i appreciate that he really humbles me at every family party just comes up to me gay <laughs> they will just tell you the most raw unfiltered truth that you did not ask for and you know what's worse than a child's opinion the opinion of an affluenza child because they have nothing to humble them ever they don't need you for shit And they don't need to be nice to you for anything, especially not billionaire North. North is going to be like the next headline maker of the Kardashian generation who has these crazy moments that keeps the whole fucking showboat going. North and Blue Ivy should have a beef. Have you seen Blue Ivy lately? She is so grown, but she looks so grown, but she's only 10. But she's starting to look like Beyonce so much. I'm sure Kris Jenner is already planning Blue Ivy and North's beef or whatever. All those kids are probably in publicity stunt boot camp. Chris is like, okay, kids. She lines them up. What do you say when someone says something about you publicly on a red carpet? And they all scream back like, call them out on Twitter. And then Chris gives them all candy. I feel like of all the Kardashian kids, Stormy is like going to be the next it girl. Stormy's going to be like the next Kim, but North's going to be like the next Kanye and they'll just make amazing headlines together. And I'm so excited for all that. But yeah, I just want to talk about North for a second because I think she's hilarious. And I feel like we're going to be hearing a lot about North very soon i'm so excited well thank you guys for joining me on pop culture university today i hope you enjoy the tea wasn't it a spicy episode i feel like so much was spilled so much like shocking shit is going on in hollywood right now and i feel like it's just gonna get more messy as the summer goes it is brutal out here i hope y'all have an amazing weekend i'm excited for my weekend i'm gonna go see my boyfriend in his town and we're gonna just have a cute little weekend together but i hope you guys have fun this weekend i hope you have something planned to kind of give you a break from the work week i hope you have some fun social things to go to and remember no matter what social event you go to this week show up as yourself you are enough you are good enough you are wanted there people love you people respect you and showing up as your true authentic self is enough and do not let them intimidate you Do not let them scare you and just do your thing and just shine your own light. And if you show up as yourself, I promise you that's how you're going to have the best time. So just try to do that. Think to yourself, who am I? What is my vibe? What do I really feel on the inside? 
and just let that exude on the outside and people are going to love you and you're going to have an amazing weekend and just be confident and smile and don't let the haters get you down like the crazy haters I apparently have on Twitter. But anyway, I will see y'all on Tuesday because we're going Tuesday, Wednesday, um, sorry, Tuesday, Friday on this podcast. Make sure to rate it five star. You're already here. You may as well do so. Post on your Instagram story. Tag me and I will hit you up in your DMs. And until Tuesday, I will see y'all. Okay, bye. Love you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. What is up, Astros fans? This is Jeff Balke and my partner, former Astro Jeff Blum from the Believe in Astros podcast to tell you baseball is back and we've got your world champion Houston Astros covered. Every week we go inside the clubhouse, break down the games, discuss the players and give you everything you need to know about the Houston Astros baseball organization with special guests and a few surprises all summer and into the postseason. So tune in to the Believe in Astros podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V on Apple spotify youtube and everywhere you get your podcasts go astros